Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 40 of the Social Liability Podcast, the podcast where we talk about those folks in our lives that violate the social contracts that we all agree to live by. I am your host, the Raz Grease, with my co-host, the Buck Grendel, bringing you new and interesting stories from every corner of the internet. Buck, how the hell have you been? Fine. I've been actually pretty darn good. Well, I see that you got your uh, your mic stand set up right this time, but it's right in front of your face, which you know, maybe maybe that helps people, but it, it really accentuates the fact that now it looks like your mic has a new haircut. Sorry, I'll... I'll, no, no, I'll... I, I'm, I'm making, I'm talking oh, okay. about your haircut. I don't care about your mic placement. Uh, I was trying, okay. I was trying to give I'm you, a, I was trying to give you a segue so that you could talk that you actually got a haircut, because uh, we've been, oh, the better than bad saga that has been going on with your hair has been epic as of late. I'll tell you, you know, I'm super happy with this haircut. I did, I got it fixed, and I will tell you for you know, just, just because this is the way I am. You know, I I went back to the same salon where <laughs> really, where, yeah, of course I did, of course I did, and, and said, "Listen, I already and bashed I, you all over the internet. Do you want to have a chance to fix it?" <laughs> no, no, because I I really didn't like put them out on blast per se. You didn't. You didn't put on the, the you didn't put, you didn't put their name out there. You didn't put the salon. You didn't even put what town it was in. So I, they right. can't really claim that, I suppose. But you did like throw them under the but, bus a little bit. Of course I did. You can't. If you get me, you're gonna earn it. That's it. Like, if you get me, you will earn it. But one thing is for certain. I went back in there, and I knew that the girl who was cutting my hair was training. Oh, okay? really? I knew. Yeah, and I knew it when I sat in the chair, too. You know, and that doesn't bother me. It's just the, what was bothering me was the fact that I was just hurting so bad that day, which is why I got up from the chair to begin with. You know, people might ask them, ask you, you know, why did you even leave with that on your head? Well, I, I, I really, like, Pain did not leave me with any other option than to just GTFO. So I went back to the same salon, and the master stylist looked at me and went, "Yeah, yeah, we're gonna, we're gonna, we're gonna fix that." And I went, "Oh, thank God!" <laughs> you know, I was like, "Oh!" And she, and she was like, and she was so apologetic, and this and that and the other thing. And I looked at her and I was like, "Listen, okay, my hair grows so incredibly fast." that I really don't mind a bad haircut. It's that this particular bad haircut really, like, brought up a lot of, like, deep-rooted childhood repressed memories, and I just couldn't handle it. But ordinarily, ordinarily speaking, you know, bad haircut is what it is. I said, you know, so I'm not, I'm not upset. You know, you're going to fix it, and you, you did a great job. You know, I'm going to actually continue coming back here, and the stylist who, you know, did this, I'll make an appointment with her, knowing full well that you're going to supervise, right? <laughs> and the master stylist went, yes. And I went, yeah. So, you know, problem solved. But another another thing that bred so much confidence was the fact that, you know, I say this with the most endearing of of sentiments, is that they're Mexicans, okay? And if you want something cut, and if you want to cut <laughs> right... No, 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 it's not even like that, man. <laughs> but, but, but it's not just if you want to cut right. You know, you're lucky you have the Mexican flag tattooed on your leg. 
<laughs> that's the only reason why I'm even going down this road because I lived there for three years and I'm not just talking about hair. I'm talking about hedges. I'm talking about string. You ever you ever get oh. you're gonna Mexican lady to sew your clothes for you? Oh my gosh, you know they're the Mexicans are like the <laughs> they're like the multi tool of cultures. You know they have mastered everything. Yeah, we can work on your stone cobblestone roads and make those things look like aces. And then we'll go and we'll trim your hedges, fix your roof, cut your lawn, clean your pool, clean your floors, and then and then make some really kick-ass food, make it all look effortless, and then still be accused of being like the worst dregs of society with, you know, a smile on our face. No, so if you I'm, want something if I'm, you want I'm something done right, call a Mexican. I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs> oh my lord. Uh, woo. So if you're interested in the, in the saga that is Buck's hair, uh, make sure you check out our YouTube series, Better Than Bad. It's going to be episodes three and four. Um, episode four was a treat to make. I'll, I'll just say that. Uh, but <laughs> th- yeah, this show yeah, yeah. this show is not about hair. This show is about uh, the dregs of society, as you, as you put it. Um, whether they be Mexican, white, Asian, doesn't matter. Uh, let's start out with the great state of Florida. As a Florida man dropped the ball, cut off Willie of his wife's lover, has been sentenced. This is being reported by the Osceola Post. A Florida man who snipped off the penis of his wife's lover has been sent to prison. Well, no shit. <laughs> According to court records, Alex bon- Bonilla, 51, entered a plea deal for charges of kidnapping to inflict bodily harm, burglary while armed, aggravated battery with a deadly weapon, and aggravated assault with a firearm. This sounds like a fun weekend, man. <laughs> yeah. Uh, last week, a county judge sentenced Bonilla. Uh, to 20 years in prison and ordered him to pay $255,000 in restitution to his victim. Yeah, because he'll do that when he's making 15 cents an hour in the kitchen. Additionally, he was sentenced to 10 years probation. Okay. When he gets out at 71 years old, he'll still be on probation. Uh, According to the reports, the victim was Bonilla's neighbor. Investigators said on the morning of July 14, 2019... Bonilla busted into the victim's home armed with a gun and told the victim that if he resisted in any way, he would be killed. According to the rest affidavit, Bonilla stated, I came here to fix something. <laughs> you know, I've always, I've always, you know, wondered why we say we're going to have the dog fixed. Because uh, you're really kind of breaking it in a way. Duh. Oh, man. That is totally the case. Yeah, that is t- I had my I had my Chihuahua spade and she gained like eight pounds, man. I had I never had to pick that dog up with two hands until she got broke. <laughs> well, you don't <laughs> fix the females; you spay them, and <laughs> you fix the males. Ah, uh, they ain't fixing shit, in my opinion. But go ahead and back to Mister Bonilla. Bonilla then forced the victim into a bedroom and tied him up. While putting on a pair of gloves, Vanilla told the victim, This is normal, and you will not die today. <laughs> that's, some, that's some Liam Neeson shit right there. Yeah, like, really? Vanilla wow. <laughs> repeated himself, You won't die, but you will remember this for the rest of your life. Vanilla then <laughs> pointed a rubber ba- put a rubber band on the base of the, vi- the man's penis while holding him at gunpoint and used a dull pair of scissors to snip off his penis. 
He didn't even get his sharp ones. He got the school scissors out. Oh! Right before Vanilla cut the victim, Vanilla said, This is for all the women you've been in a relationship with. The victim told investigators it took a couple of tries before Vanilla was able to completely cut through his penis. Oh my god, I was shaking in shock. I was trying to keep from throwing up, stated the victim. Vanilla, Vanilla then stole the man's penis and ran across the street to his own home. Two months prior to the incident... <laughs> Two months prior to the incident, Vanilla had discovered the victim had been sleeping with his 35-year-old wife uh, after he came home and caught them in the act. The victim said doctors told them that he will forever... He will never have a full erection with his penis. <laughs> Investigators said a portion of the man's appendage was never recovered. It's an appendage now. Uh, even more disturbing, police say the victim's daughter was peeking under the bedroom door and witnessed the entire incident. Vanilla denied any wrongdoing. He told officials that he had blacked out and does not remember the incident. Vanilla has received huge support from the public and dozens of letters were sent to the judge asking the judge to be more lenient with sentencing. Holy shit! Wow. You're right, though. That is some Liam Neeson shit right there. God. <laughs> this is, like, that guy will never have a problem while he's in prison. Yes, he's there. And, you know, I won't. It, it, that's that's just that is what it is. You know, we, I'll you know, I'll spare you my my opinion about the uh, the level of justice that was divvied out there because I. Whatever. But that guy, like, he's going to get on that block and he's automatically going to be the boss. Because people are going to read that shit in the fucking newspaper well before he goes up on that goose to the to the state pen. Like, while he's locked up a county, all those state inmates are going to be like, look at what we're going to be getting here soon. Like this guy right here. This is completely normal and you will not die today. <laughs> what the shit is that? <laughs> <laughs> and, then he, and then he pulls out the school scissors, those dull mother. It just turns <laughs> while the dude's kid watched. In fairness, he didn't know, but still, <laughs> that's you know, accidentally sinister is still fucking sinister. Like that's <laughs> that's <laughs> wow. Yeah, um, yeah. I mean. Ugh. Just it, 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 he just takes the guy there. You won't die, but you will remember this. Well, yeah, I'm pretty certain of that. <laughs> he still isn't lying. <laughs> they didn't get him for perjury, I guess. <sighs> but we're gonna stick with the great state of Florida. Uh, with as an ex-con accused of using a cat to assault a 37-year-old Florida man. <laughs> Wow. So we go from, uh, yeah, uh, I was going to make a bad joke about genitalia, but I'm not going to. A yeah, 50... you were pussyfooting around that one, oh, weren't you? Oh, God. Right? A 56-year-old ex-con was arrested Monday after striking her 37-year-old male pal with a cat following an argument in Largo, Florida. Wendy Heard, H-I-R-D, threw the pair's cat at the victim's face, causing the cat to scratch the victim's face, according to the arrest affidavit filed with the county. 
Heard has also accused of hitting the alleged victim directly in the left side of the face. Cops said the victim had visible injuries on his right knee and foot as well. According to now, the... go ahead. W- w- was he hit on the left side of his face with the cat or by the woman? By the woman. I'm just making sure that I'm following for continuity's sake. Yes. She threw the cat and then whooped his ass. Okay. Just making sure. According to the report, her declined to speak after being read her rights. There was also an unspecified indiction of drugs and alcohol used at the time of the alleged incident, which occurred around midnight. No weapons were seized, so they didn't take the cat. The smoking gun reports heard whose rat sheet includes battery and prostitution spent five years in prison following a 2005 conviction for battering a police officer. She'd previously done a one-year stretch for fleeing police custody as well. (laughs) She just winged a cat at this old man and whooped his ass. Put it on red and spin the fucking wheel, right? I would love to know what, 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 what... What kind of fight gets you so mad at somebody that you throw a cat at their face? I don't... I I can't... I mean, the, there are just some things that I can't even wrap my mind around for comedic opportunity, and that is just one of them. I mean, how mad would you have to be with caregiver Katie to throw a chihuahua at her? What if she cut your hair like that again? No, no, that 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 that's that's excusable. I what if she did? What if she did it that. on purpose? That would get a dog thrown at you. So let's assume this was over a haircut. Thank you, AOL.com. Thank you. <laughs> now here's one after my own heart. Dude, did the freaking GameStop in my town shuttered its doors and is gone? What the hell am I gonna do for video games now? The internet. Yeah, but then I don't, I don't get my like my gratification quick enough. Truth. Amazon Prime. Yeah, but they don't really. Our post office is sketchy, and that way, and also, my wife knows exactly how much I spend on video games. Then, because she sees it come out of the bank account, and what am I going to do then? They've just they've they've kind of like really taken the um, the the pleasure factor in my life down a couple pegs. Just, just want to point that out. Bitcoin did not save this one, apparently. Or not Bitcoin. Robinhood did not save this this particular GameStop. Mm-mm. No. But let's go over to the jolly old England from Sky News. Escaped convict lands himself back in prison after coming out of hiding to buy a video game. Yes, indeedy. A f- fugitive armed robber has landed himself back in prison after coming out of hiding to buy the new Call of Duty game. Escaped convict Clint Butler assaulted two police officers and had to be restrained on the ground after he was stopped in Birmingham City on the 13th of January. Body cam footage shows him kicking one of the officers in the groin and punching another in the face before being held down by the officers and security guards who came to help. The escaped uh, HMP Springhill... He escaped HMP Spring Hill, sorry, open prison last year while serving a 17-year extended sentence for crimes including robbery and firearms offenses. In England, dang. Uh, since fleeing prison wow. at around midnight on the 20th of November, he has been classed as wanted by police. But it was in the 
But it was the call of a new video game that lured Butler out of hiding, leading him to venture into city center with a friend for the non-essential trip. Uh, Police Constable Mark Owen and Allison Brown spotted the pair changing direction when they saw the officers and immediately became suspicious. When asked by the officers why he was in town during lockdown, Butler's friend replied, I've come to get the new Call of Duty because I can't sit around in lockdown. Mr. Owen said he would check the uh, men's details, at which point Butler lashed out and kicked him in the groin. (laughs) What are you doing here? Boom, kicking the dick. Uh, The officials tackled him while calling for backup as Butler punched Miss Brown in the face. He eventually gave up and was handcuffed, initially given a false name before officers realized he was, in fact, an escaped convict. Butler has been in jail for 13 months for absconding from prison and six months consecutively for assaulting the officers on top of his original sentence, which would have him in behind bars until 2024. Uh, Superintendent Nick Rowe of West Midlands Police said quite why he decided to risk being returned to prison by making this idiotic decision to come in town during lockdown with a friend to buy a video game will remain a bit of a mystery. Well, he's not exactly the smartest guy in the world. I mean, let's just be honest here. He also praised the great work of the officers uh, who have been acting on the instinct and they knew there was something not quite right. The situation escalated quickly, but both police constables put their training to good effect by restraining Butler, subduing him, and getting him safely into handcuffs while he was also calling from backup for nearby officers. Uh, I think I would have done a digital download on that one. Probably. (laughs) I don't even like Call of Duty. Yeah. I just... Hmm... Yeah, I mean, if, if, if they have lockdown, and they are much more strict about it in England than we are. Oh, my Lord, there are they ever. Um, if you were seen out of your home, essentially, and, and a lot of the places are under lockdown, you better be able to have a real good story about where you're going and why you're doing it. Uh, and going out to buy a video game is probably not pretty high on the list. And if you're a wanted fugitive, there's some things you don't do. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, number one would be uh, exiting your home during a lockdown that's enforced by law enforcement. Like, you know, that's kind of, that's kind of, you know, it's like, hi, fish, this is your barrel. Okay. <laughs> it's it's like the deer walks up to the hunter and says, how you doing? <laughs> just Just stupidity all around. Okay, so we we got some other stories here, Buck. A couple of them are kind of short, though. Uh, so I thought I'd try something a little new here. Okay. <laughs> uh, this is being reported by Police One. Uh, and I'm going to read you just... I'm just going to read you the, the title. And I want you to, t- to tell us the story before I, I read what actually happened. Okay? And okay. We did not prepare for this, so this is going to be completely, like, ad-libbed here. Uh, police. Cheetos stuck in woman's teeth help solve burglary case go holy shit that's wow <laughs> cheetos stuck in woman's teeth help solve burglary yes oh wow come on you can think I of can't... something creative something creative that causes it to be a headline how did she use cheetos in her teeth hmm 
I haven't read the story yet either, but my, my whole thought process is, okay, so they know that, that she, this woman was eating Cheetos, and they had to have found Cheetos at the scene of the crime, and somehow uh, align the fact that the Cheetos at the scene of the crime match the Cheetos in this chick's teeth. That's the only thing I can think of. But, I mean, there's, there's got to be some good stuff in this, and I, I thought for sure you'd come up with something in, in, ingenuitive with this. Well, up. I mean... Well, I mean, like, I'm not coming up with any kind of, like, Scooby-Doo mystery-solving freaking epic saga like you just did off the top of your head. I was thinking more along the lines of maybe you just giving Chester the cheetah impersonator a blowjob and stole his wallet in the in the process and, you know, whatever. You couldn't even think of, like, a fingerprint and Cheeto dust? My mind didn't go there. I'm sorry, man. Hold on. Why, why are they dusty? Why are they, you know why they're dusty? Because people are stupid. Because I'm going to tell you, Doritos do the same thing. And th- th- you know that crap that's all over the Doritos? It has nothing to do with the taste of the Dorito. If you did not have that powder on there, the Dorito would test, taste exactly the same. It is simply on there so that you get the dust on your fingers because people expect that to be there so they can lick their fingers like a fucking Neanderthal. Why? Why do you? Ah, lordy, lordy! Episode forty. Raz ruins fucking Doritos for Buck. You know what? You know what? I'm not done yet, Buck. Do you like Mountain Dew? Do you like Mountain Dew? No, actually, I do not. Does caregiver Katie like Mountain Dew? No. Dang it! I I mean, I'm going to ruin Mountain Dew for people. You know what Mountain Dew tastes like, correct? Yes. This is one of my favorite things to do to people when I see them drinking Mountain Dew, and you can try this at home. Uh, tell them, hey, oh, you really like Mountain Dew, right? Yeah. What, what what flavor do you think Mountain Dew is? And they'll be like, it's, you know, it's just Mountain Dew. Then you tell them, look on the back of the can and tell me what the first active ingredient is in Mountain Dew. Phosphorus. Orange juice. Yes, the first active ingredient in Mountain Dew is orange juice. And now once they've read that and they've got that in their head that, oh, wow, it's made of orange juice. And if it's listed first, that means that's what the most of it is. They actually, when they list them, they go down um, in quantity as you're reading down. And the the main active ingredient in Mountain Dew is orange juice. And now, from now on, when they sip on that Mountain Dew, they're going to taste orange juice. <laughs> and it's going to ruin Mountain Dew for them. And it gives me such joy. <laughs> I will let you know that I am now okay with you ruining Doritos in exchange for this Mountain Dew nugget of information for I am going to I'm going to ruin just absolutely colossally crush Mountain Dew for my children. Yes. And uh, you know, there's 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 a bittersweet joy in, in being able to do that. You know, mm. fatherhood is all about ruining stuff for your children. You know, I was, I was, I, I tried to send it to our group chat last night, but I couldn't because uh, it, it's it's in a closed group. It's a it's in a dad's group that I'm in. You know, group just for dads. Everyone gets issued a a, a, a pair of those sh- those white sneakers with the N on them and and a pair of uh, cargo shorts, which I am wearing right now. Um, as soon as you enter the group, but <laughs> this, there was a video with the guys sitting there just looking bored with his phone. And it says. How to tackle boredom when you remember you have children. And it shows the guy just like jumping around, going through the house, happy as a clam, walks into the kitchen with the kids playing on a switch, just reaches into the refrigerator, grabs an egg, and like smashes on this like four year old's head. 
I would do that. <laughs> I showed it. I showed it to the wife, and all she said was, "When you do it, make sure it doesn't get on the carpet." <laughs> and see, that's 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 how you know you got to keep her because she knows I'm gonna that's, do it. <laughs> right, and whether or not she's okay with it, she's at least resigned to the fact that it will happen. Like, like her personal feelings on the event or the outcome or the consequences and all these women logic things that they use to complicate a otherwise great idea your 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 partner just goes i will be like duck and water will roll off of back as long as egg doesn't get on the freaking carpet raz and you it's life goes on now there's only carpets in our bedrooms so we're good but back to police one with cheeto stuck in woman's teeth helps solve burglary case okay this is being reported out of tulsa oklahoma uh cheetos may not be the best pre-burglary snack after all an oklahoma woman was jailed over the weekend after cheetos residue on her teeth helped link her to an attempted burglary authority said monday cops were called to a house in tulsa around 8 p.m friday for the report of a burglary uh, I'm sorry, a burglar breaking into the property while a woman and two children were home. The caller said the suspect used a window and went inside but left without stealing anything. Uh, that's what the police department's saying in a statement anyway. Officers investigated the scene moments later and found a bag of Cheetos and a bottle of water on the floor near the open window. Investigators believe the burglar dropped the bag on the way out before fleeing the property. Police soon found a suspect identified as Sharon Carr and noticed she still had some Cheetos residue stuck between her teeth. A good reminder that Cheeto dust can be pretty hard to get rid of, Tulsa police said in a Facebook post. Police need to stay off of Facebook. The homeowner, Agreed. The homeowner was uh, also recognized Carr as the person who broke into her home and the suspect was arrested without further incident. She has been charged with first-degree burglary. Police said Carr did not hurt, harm anyone during the crime. So it wasn't as like grandiose as like the CSI and the the Cheeto dust or anything, but eh. I gotta say that that is a very creative way to bust a criminal. I mean, like, you know, thirty years ago, that shit wouldn't have been possible. Because Cheetos didn't exist? No, because people weren't people weren't able to like go up, oh, dust from these Cheetos, dust from these Cheetos, chemical compounds, link them back to the factory, bada bing, bada done. I don't think it was that complicated in this case either. I think the lady was just a dipshit and was like, oh, well, I still might have, you found them in my teeth. Well, I still might have a few in the bottom of the bag. Busted. <laughs> well, can, can I at least have the bag back? <laughs> Lady, you have the right to remain silent. It should just say, "Ma'am, just keep your damn yap shut. Just don't, don't even, don't, don't, don't say nothing. Don't say like, nothing. Don't say nothing." <sighs> well, here's the next one for you. Driver crashes after swerving to miss falling couch, then gets ticketed. This happened. In okay. Oh, you want you want to try uh, to guess this one? Go ahead. Yeah, Go ahead. I want to try to guess this one. Okay, Go for so it. Driver. Go for it. Okay, give me give me the headline one more time. Driver crashes after swerving to miss falling couch, then gets ticketed. Okay. He's driving behind a uh, an overloaded pickup truck. 
couch swerves off while he's texting and driving and uh, crashes into a street lamp in front of a cop. Do you really think it would be newsworthy, though, if the guy deserved the ticket? Probably not. <laughs> okay, so take out the texting and driving hypothesis and just say he crashed into a street lamp or something of the sort in front of a cop and was just a victim of terrible luck. Well, kind of. A Fort Lauderdale couple uh, was driving home from Flo- uh, from Florida, escaped serious injury when they swerved to avoid a couch that fell off a truck on Interstate 95. But they couldn't avoid a $166 ticket for failing to drive in a single lane. Jake Singer says his girlfriend was driving February 20th when she swerved to avoid the couch that their car uh, with to avoid the couch, their car striking a median and flipping over. He says they were taken to the hospital where a trooper showed up with the ticket. A highway patrol spokesman said while it's a tough break for the couple, troopers have discretion when issuing citations and drivers are supposed to maintain control of their vehicles. I'm just going to put this out there. That trooper was an asshole. Yeah, no shit. What kind of shit? That 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 is why it is the thin blue line. Mm. Because of assholes like that. Yeah, I mean, uh, they 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 wrecked the car. They failed to maintain the 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 lane. That they were trying not to die, asshole. And they didn't hurt anybody else. I'm telling you, it's 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 dickheads like that that make it the thin blue line instead of the big blue banner. I'm telling you. Yeah. You know that guy. That guy's probably a buddy fucker. Like he's probably he's probably the one who steals your yogurt out of the fridge work like that's that's the same cop that bitch right there he, he probably was like gleeful about it too you know i mean there, there's departments out there and this may be this this particular barracks might be one of them that if you go to a traffic accident someone's getting a ticket well in this case it should have been the asshole that dropped the damn couch uh, or was it was that or was that somebody you knew driving that dropped the couch hmm I mean, what possible reason could you have if, one, for for a couple avoids a fucking couch in the street, rolls their car, both end up in the hospital, and you're like, here's a ticket. <laughs> wonder if the guy's last name was Slick. Ooh. Well, it probably looks like him. <laughs> <laughs> like a toad that just had a stroke? <laughs> like, come on, man. <laughs> All right, these are inside jokes, folks. We're going to stop that right now. Uh, so th- this normally we get our, our, our information from news websites, uh, different news organizations from all over the world. Um, here's one that's not from a news organization, but I still think it's worth telling. And what, what better way to tell it than in the voice of the immortal Aussie man? We know who Ozzy Man is. He does the, the voiceovers for videos all the time. Uh, but he also has a uh, an online platform. So these are a little long-winded. So uh, knife-wielding rooster sends owner to destination fucked trying to escape cockfight. So, yeah, looks like it's a, often a headline that like this that comes about. Dead set, a bloke cocked up has led him to losing his life in one of the cockfighting's all-time backfires. It all happened in India, and believe it or not, this tragedy has ruffled more than a few feathers. Man, I like this article already, man. 
<laughs> Basically, cockfighting is banned there for obvious reasons, but it still happens. When it does, it's a brutal affair. Hundreds of people, no doubt spurn on by the violence, gather to watch roosters inflict serious damage on each other. Then uh, there's only really one way these fights end. And because the humans can be total fuckwits, they arm the chickens with blades. That's exactly how one of the 16 men who organized a cockfight in the village came unstuck. The village had been fitted, I'm sorry, the rooster had been fitted with a knife before doing battle. It then tried to escape, fatally cutting open the dude's groin. So, uh, yeah, we guess that's at least <laughs> one cock got knifed. <laughs> I know of a guy who's right now currently serving a sentence in fucking Florida who would fit right in right there. <laughs> Folks, we got a place for Mr. Bonilla to go. <laughs> well, before the dude got to the hospital, he passed away from blood loss. The rooster was briefly held at the police station before being set, sent to a poultry farm, presumably for assault and battery. <laughs> Foul play, man. Foul oh, play. <laughs> local police officer B. Uh, Jeevan told the media that police are searching for the other 15 people involved in the organizing the illegal fight and that charges would include manslaughter, illegal betting, and hosting a cockfight. Wait, yeah. how do you spell that guy's last name, that cop's last name? J-E-E-V-A-N. Jeevan. Okay, I'm just making sure... I'm just making sure. I was thinking to myself, I was like, maybe it was J-I-V-E-N. It's like, no, dude. It's a play on words. It's B-Jiven. B-Jiven. No, okay. Yeah, okay. So it is B-Jiven. Okay, B-Jiven. got it. Okay. So <laughs> this is objectively horrible, but it's not really too dissimilar to poachers getting eaten by lions. You really can't say it's completely undeserved. <laughs> or... Can you? Look, fuck us either way. Let us know what you think about it in the comments below. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> uh, so, I've, I've, I've never seen a, a cockfight. Uh, have you ever seen a cockfight? No. No. But I can tell you that I am very, like, I'm sitting here chortling over the fact that a cock got killed by a cock who cut his cock. <laughs> like, which like, leads us to the naming like, of this episode: cockfights and convicts. <laughs> like, that's great. That's that's just ironic, poetic justice for this freaking asshole. Like, oh wow! But then the rooster ended up getting, yeah, yeah. I went to a poultry farm. He's 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 a he, you know. He, at least he's not having to fight for his life. Yeah, I'll tell you what, he went down fighting. He did. That, oh, yeah. Like, that's going to be some serious fucking, like, dinner right there. Like, if somebody could be like, you want to know how this one got to the table? Let me tell you the story of how dinner took down a cockfighter. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's... A, Oh, so well, that's, well deserved. Well that's deserved. A, that's a dinner you can that that that's a dinner you can remember with your kids over, man. Like that's like a birthday dinner. It's like, yeah, we're gonna have the chicken that kill the cockfighter. Happy birthday, kid! <laughs> like, yeah, <laughs> this chicken tastes like justice. <laughs> oh, mm. 
Well, that's all we have for this week, folks. Uh, make sure you you uh, subscribe to the podcast. We would greatly appreciate that. You can also check out our YouTube channel. Uh, that is going to be just search for the Mount Moon Crew or the Social Liability Podcast. You'll find us either way. You can also check out Buck's um, ongoing series about. Uh, it's supposed to be inspirational, but really, it's it's just funny. Uh, you can check that out. It's better than bad. And um, do you have anything else I'm missing, Buck? Eh, I mean, I, I think I'm going to take an inspirational, like, twist with it. Like, I'm going to go with that. I just, I needed to start it off with something, so I decided to do the haircut. But either way, yeah. Right on. Been, been great. Right on. With that being said, folks, thank you for listening, and we'll catch you on the next episode of the Social Liability Podcast. 